Haaretz actually published an op-ed on how Israel's military is conducting the Hannibal Directive presently against the captives in the Gaza Strip. It doesn't want to cut a deal for them. Their presence there, the fact that they're still alive is a problem for the Israeli military and Israeli leadership, and it's deliberately seeking to kill them. Uh, and now we know through a major report in Israel's top or most popular publication, Ynet, Yediot Aronot, by Ronan Bergman, that on October 7th, there were orders for a mass Hannibal, meaning Hannibal directive, meaning deliberate strikes on Israelis to prevent them from becoming captive, being taken into the Gaza Strip. Um, that means many more people than we knew were among the, what, 1,100, 11, 1,150 1, Israelis killed on October 7th. Aaron, what does is, what is Ronan Bergman say here? Uh, the main highlights all are that Israel ordered all combat units on October 7th to stop Palestinian fighters from returning to Gaza, quote, at all costs. Um, and even though they didn't explicitly say this was under the Hannibal procedure, the Hannibal directive, it basically was in practice. It says that about 70 vehicles were shot by a combat helicopter, an anti-tank missile or a tank. And at least in some cases, everyone in the vehicle was killed. Uh, it was not clear at this time how many of the abductees were killed due to the activation of this command. Okay. Well, if it's not clear at this time uh, to the Israeli military, to the Israeli government, it's pretty clear just from logic that if you're firing from combat helicopters, from tanks uh, at vehicles, then everyone in those vehicles that is struck by these weapons is going to be killed. So then it raises the question of how many people, how many of its own people did Israel kill on October 7th? Yeah. And that's the question that only a few people in media have been brave enough to raise, and you're among the max, you and our colleagues at the Electronic Intifada and Mondo Weiss, a few other places, but that's about it. And for doing that, all of you have been called conspiracy theorists. Well, now and this you. is... Well, but again, I'm just... I'm just, I'm just being oh, sorry, you're just a rape apologist, my bad. <laughs> I've just been following your lead. But uh, now now this is Israel's major newspaper, Yediot. Uh, I'll run nut, and it's premier uh, one of its premier correspondents, Ronan Bergman, who also writes the New York Times, reporting this, uh, reporting what has been obvious from the start, and now is confirmed. Um, so I don't know. What's your reaction to to this uh, report? I mean, he's not just confirming; he's demonstrating that the Hannibal Directive was carried out on a much wider scale than anyone's been willing to admit. Yeah. Um, and that these orders were to hit every car that was going towards Gaza and that in many cases, everyone was killed. So it has a lot of implications. The Israeli prime minister, Netanyahu, has put out a new site. Um, I can't remember the name of the site off the top. I'll Hamas find it. massacre or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's it's gory photos. It's much of what is contained in the 47-minute snuff film that, Israel's foreign ministry has been showing to like Dr. Phil and Chris Cuomo and other leading lights of our intelligentsia to try to win their support for genocide. So Ham Hamas massacre, 
I think was the old site that I always suspected was an Israeli operation. And now they've come out with the same font and format in something that Netanyahu promoted. But if you look closely at the photos, a lot of them show people who are burnt to a crisp in vehicles under the Hannibal Directive and were definitely killed by Israeli Hellfire missiles or tanks, heavy weapons. I mean, there's just no question. Many of them uh, could have been people from Gaza, not just Hamas, but some of the onlookers who came in, who just drove in to see what was going on. Uh, also kind of like a sordid riffraff. Um, you know, there were crimes committed against people in Israel by in people infiltrated from Gaza, like the Thai worker who was beaten to death with a shovel that was done by just like criminals who came in from Gaza who had, were like up to no good, not Hamas. Um, but then you see a lot of um, piles of bodies in these atrocity photos. And they say that these were from the Nova Electronic Music Festival. They're all burnt. They're just so badly burnt. And it doesn't look like they were killed with bullets. And they're wearing jeans and they're all mostly male. Okay, is you can look at the look at the footage from the Supernova Sukkot Electronic Music Festival. It's out there. None of the guys are wearing jeans. It's really hot. Israelis, you know, Jewish Israeli males, they wear shorts a lot. They wear like tank tops. These guys are wearing cheap jeans and like having been in the Gaza Strip, you, you you're pretty much everyone wears jeans or trousers no matter how hot it is. It's yeah. kind of like a cultural faux pas for a guy to go out and wear shorts. If you're on the beach, you can do it yeah. or you're, you know, you're walking around your house and your sandals, but otherwise you don't do it. So that's kind of a telltale sign to me that a lot of what we're seeing in this Israeli atrocity photos are people that they killed. Uh, there are a few photos that clearly showed um, partiers from the Nova festival who are shot with bullets, but they're just a few and the rest are just like piles of burned bodies. So it just, raises more serious issues with the credibility of Israel's evidence about October 7th. And I think after Israel's big presentation at the ICJ, I don't know how much more they have left to keep the public focused on October 7th. 